Welcome to Next Level Greatness, the podcast. Around here, we'll be talking about all things expansion, going from good to great and from great to greatness. I'm your host, Barbie Collab. Get ready for your next level. Let's do this. Welcome to Next Level Greatness, the podcast. Ooh, you guys, I have such a strong message in my soul that I want to share with you today. I've got the dogs who can feel my energy. And so you might hear them playing or just scratching and doing their thing, but it's my energy in my soul today. So let's freaking go. Today, I want to chat with you wherever you are, whether you're walking or you're cleaning, because that's what I do when I listen to podcasts often, or you're sitting down, I want you to really allow yourself to open your heart to this message. And my question for you is, what do you truly want? What do you truly desire? Do you have a goal And by goal, you know, it's like old world paradigm goal. Like, I want to make $100,000. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. What I've always wanted from the beginning of my podcast, going back to episode one, was for you to have a desire in your heart that was soul-filling, that fulfills your life purpose. And you don't have to know what your life purpose is. It it evolves. I mean, you're here to help people. Great. Like, that's wonderful. What does that look like? What do you truly desire? I know that what I truly desire is to make an impact. I've worked with very few men, so I'm not against working with men in case there is a man out there listening to my podcast. But for the most part, 99.9999%, I'm working with women And I'm working with women who have a dream in their heart, who have ambition. And ambition is not a bad word. I am an entrepreneur. I am a business owner. And I work with a lot of women who desire to have a business, who have a business. They're solopreneurs, online entrepreneurs, You may have an actual business. I work with one woman who has a software company, for example, which I'm sure involves lots of different employees and having an actual company. And so the women that I work with, they span the gamut, all kinds of women. But the sole conversation that I want to have with you is this. It's redefining hard work and having the very real conversation of what it takes to build a long-term sustainable business. And a business makes the money. I hear people saying this all the time. I just want to have an impact. I don't really care if I make the money. Really? Because that's not a business. Then that's a hobby. And today, what we are doing is redefining hard work because I feel like I've been part of the problem in the sense that I'm like, oh, like I don't want to work hard, but what exactly does that mean? And the point of reference to hard work is different for everyone. And so today I want to clean the slate, bring hard work to the table, 
and redefine it. Okay, so Merriam-Webster Dictionary, the definition of hard work is constantly, regularly, or habitually engaged in earnest and energetic work. So let me read it again. Hard work is constantly, regularly, or habitually engaged in earnest and energetic hard work. And if you heard that sound, that was the sound of Storm, our Doberman, actually opening the door, which was completely closed. Welcome to my life. Okay, I actually like that definition because the truth is that in order to succeed, you do have to be constantly, now by constantly, I don't mean every second of the day, but it has to be consistent, consistent. So showing up every day, if you have a brick and mortar business, you open your store from nine to five, you decide on the office hours or the shop hours or the dates. Are you seasonal? Are you only working Monday through Friday? Are you only working for the holiday season or the summertime? Because there are so many different models of business. But if you are only operating a shop, for example, a Christmas shop, and you're only open once a week, that might be a little bit of a struggle. If you're only open once a week in December, that might not be the most sustainable model. But if you know that if you show up daily, right before the Christmas season, whenever people are beginning to buy Christmas stuff, then you have a chance at it and you go for it. So consistency. Regularly, it's the same thing. So you know what? Looking back at this definition, constantly, regularly, or habitually engaged in earnest and energetic work. So hard work, constantly. Mm. Maybe therein lies the problem that people think that hard work means constantly, which is nonstop. So I do have a problem with nonstop, and we're going to get to that. This is why I'm making this, because I want to unravel. It's like a big, giant ball of cat fur or a matted dog that has this hair just like all tangled up. I want to unravel this because we need to get to the bottom line. Why? Because I want you to make the money. I want my team members to make the money making an impact. And I think that there's this allergicness, if that's a word, it's not, this allergy that has developed towards doing the certain things that are going to move the needle forward. So if you think that you have to work constantly, nonstop, in order to build a profitable business, I don't believe that's true. That is the old world world paradigm. Do you have to be consistent? Yes. Merriam-Webster Dictionary regularly? Yes. Or habitually engaged in earnest, so true, authentic, and energetic work? To me, what I refer to as energetic work, which is the masculine and the feminine, and maybe in the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, energetic, they mean like physically energetic, they don't say it. They just say energetic work. So is manual labor, so if you're out there working in the construction, for example, and you're working eight, 12-hour shifts, and you're really 
I don't know, working with a jackhammer or something like that. To me, that's hard work. That is hard freaking work that I personally don't want to do. But do I know that there are people out there that love that kind of hard physical labor? Yes. Is working three jobs because you need to support your family hard work? To me, yes, that is very hard work. That is not the model. I don't believe that that's my audience. And even if it is, I'm proposing a different kind of model. But right now, I am talking to the person that has a desire in their heart to build a business. And so I do believe in consistency, in regularly working your business and being engaged in earnest and energetic, but masculine, feminine, energetic is what I mean, kind of work. What I am not for, because it's so important when you're asked, someone asked me, what do you stand for? And it's easier sometimes to start with what you don't stand for, what you stand against. I am against grueling hard work. I am against constant struggle. I am against building a business at the cost of your health. I am against building a business at the cost of your relationships. And personally for me, I am against 12 to 16 hour days. For me, you get to decide what it is that you stand for and what you stand against. Because in that way, you're not going to find yourself on the other side of the rainbow. And it's not a rainbow. It's not a rainbow. I recently, I'm not going to say her name, but a, a woman on the internet who ex is extremely successful, making $500,000 per month. So what is that? $7 million, excuse my lack of math skills in this moment, of emotion. She's making millions of dollars. And she was recently diagnosed with a terminal disease. And she was saying that she was looking at her money stories, which I guess she hadn't really done before. And she was saying that the reason that she was working 18-hour days was because of trauma that her mother had basically given up her entire fortune, even though she had kids, to save this man out of jail. And so my heart truly, like truly, truly goes out to her. And there is no judgment. I have also burnt myself to the ground with my health because I was nonstop working. And that is what I stand against. And so my point with bringing up this story, and I'm not going to say it's a sad story or whatever, because she's incredible. She's a fighter. She's clearly has enjoyed her career. But one of the things that she said, too, was that she was never able to like really slow down. She didn't know why. And now looking at the money stories, it makes sense because she believed that she had to work nonstop subconsciously in order to have enough because her mother had a lot and gave it all away in one instant. And so the subconscious wants to protect us. But being at the end range of her life, I wonder, would she do things differently? And I had this thought yesterday, last night, in fact, I had this thought, by the way, yesterday was my birthday and I had this thought, I was in bed and my husband was there right next to me and I was having this thought about this woman and I was thinking, I know that 
the doctors said that the median amount of years that people with her diagnosis live is two and a half years. And she said she was going to outlast that. And the fact is that we never know. We never know. It could be three weeks. It could be five weeks. It could be five months. It could be two and a half years. It could be five years. And there was every part of me that was like, I want to message her. I want to tell her, you just don't know. Like, finish your business, your internal business. I've read so many books on death and dying. I've been like that since my 20s. And it hit me that here I was genuinely, genuinely concerned and caring about somebody else's life. But I was missing my own life in that very moment. Because what I realized, it hit me like a ton of bricks in that moment, that my husband was standing right in front of me. And that I was thinking about somebody else's life. Oh my gosh, I just had a thought that I have to tell you. What if tomorrow I go across the street and I get hit by a bus? Let me knock on wood. My life would be over. And here I am busy thinking about somebody else's life. And that is the truth of our lives. It is so beautiful and precious. And we don't know how much time we have on this earth. And so this is why it is so important for us to really think about what it is that we want to create while we are here on earth, not knowing how much time we have. I was having this thought around 7.30, 9.30, the day p.m. The day is winding down. My husband says, I'm going to go to the kitchen. I'm going to get something to eat. He comes back. He said, something fell on me. I was looking at my birthday messages. I look up and my husband is covered in blood. I have a very weak stomach. I freaked out. He said he didn't know what was wrong. And he said by looking at my face, he realized something was wrong. A Tupperware fell on, I guess that is the bridge of his nose. And there was, I mean, it was really, that makes me guy just thinking about it. Anyway, he's okay. He said, not my face. You know, he was a, he was a fitness model and he always used to say, not my face, not my face. This is what makes the money. Anyway, he's got a huge gash, but that could have turned very differently. Something else could have happened. And let me knock on wood again. It's just a bad gash. It looks awful. His face is all swollen. We never know. So let's think about how we want to live this beautiful life. And so back to the starting point, hard work. I'm against grueling at the cost of health, family relationships. And personally, I'm against 12 to 16 hour days. What do you desire? So I talk a lot about masculine and feminine energies. So masculine energy is not a bad thing. Masculine energy, we need that if we want to build anything, if we want to build a business. Masculine energy is structure. It's being logical. It's linear thinking. It's decisiveness. It's the discipline. It's the things that you absolutely need in order to build a business in order to get things done. What we don't want is the disempowered masculine energy. We don't want to be hyper-masculine. What we don't want is the imbalance. When we're only about the structure, when we're only logical, when we cannot listen to our intuition because it is so drowned out by all the activity and the iPhones and the million tabs that are open and the busyness and the doing, we can't hear our intuition, which is feminine. And our bodies, our nervous system get dysregulated with all the things that we're doing. And that's what happened to me with my business with network marketing. I absolutely loved and built my business. I manifested it from both energies, but I was so into it 
and I didn't know anything at the time about dysregulating your nervous system, I would work 12 hour days without stopping, or I would work out and then work and then work and then work and then work and then work. And then had absolutely no balance. And I didn't know about regulating my nervous system. I didn't understand this concept of rest. I didn't know how to stop. I was completely lopsided. I was mostly masculine. Intuition, what's that? That's something that I don't want, the imbalance. So what is feminine energy? Feminine energy is trust. I trust that the clients are coming. I trust that my business is okay. I trust that I don't have to be on top of it, my business, choking, choking it, choking people to buy the thing, to sign up with me, to sign up for my courses. I'm leading with my intuition. What is intuition? It's listening to that inner part of you that really knows. It's always with you. It's your spirit. It really knows. And we have other episodes you can check out. There's the human design episode with Jen Norlin. In the last two or three episodes, I've been talking about listening to my intuition, like listening to my sacral response. It's that it's like I know I have a gut feeling that something is good for me or not. Whereas before, it used to be just in my head. And that's, that's the masculine. And again, we need the masculine, but we can't just be in the masculine. That's imbalance. Nature is balance. It's spring right now. We have spring, we have summer, we have fall, we have winter. There is balance. Nature, life itself, is always seeking homeostasis. So feminine nature, it's trust, it's intuition, it's allowing, it's flow, it's passion, it's creativity. It is magnetism. Magnetism is when things are coming your way. And so many of us, especially women, have been disconnected from that because we've been in the wounded masculine of just doing, 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 struggle, struggle, struggle. And what I'm proposing, and more and more leaders are proposing, there's a whole community of women that are proposing feminine leadership. It's leading with trust, leading with intuition, leading with magnetism and using masculine energies. Again, because it's a balance of the two and not an over-dominance of the two. So the third piece, something that has gotten lost in the communication, and I feel like I have been a part of this, and the reason that it's gotten lost is because as we start in the beginning of this podcast, I talked about hard work. Like even reading the definition of Merriam-Webster dictionary, what do they mean by constantly, constantly working? Well, I don't want to work constantly. So we get to define hard work. Can you build a business with just like trusting and allowing that everything's going to happen? And, you know, if it's meant to be, it's going to be. And very little structure and just showing up when we want. No, I'm going to get really freaking real with you. Because what I'm seeing is people saying that they want to build a business, but then they're not showing up like freaking bosses. And what I'm saying, and maybe I've said it four times already, you need both. So here are the qualities that must be tapped into, must be integrated into your life if what you desire is a profitable business and you want to see your dreams come true. Determination. Determination. It's I'm going 
to succeed at this because you only fail if you give up. Any business has so-called failures. Things don't work out. If you launch something and no one signs up, it feels like a failure, but maybe you need to grow into the person that can sustain this, that can actually support this person. And sometimes maybe it was your energy. Maybe you were off. Maybe you were too desperate. Maybe it's not the right time. Maybe your marketing wasn't on point. Maybe you're just here to learn a lesson and to be tested by the universe who's asking you, let's see if you really want this. While you give up, you obviously don't really want it. And so determination, that is something that I possess in my freaking soul, you guys. Like, it's who I am. You're getting a different Barbie today, which is the Barbie that is always here, in fact. This is the person that shows up week after week for my podcast, week after week for my business, week after week for both of my businesses, my online courses that shows up for my body business, that shows up for the challenges of life. It's that determination that I'm going to have a great life despite the challenges, which leads to the second thing, which is resilience. Can you be resilient? Can you bounce back from the challenges or do you break? Do you just break? Anytime it gets hard, do you say, screw this? Every time it gets hard, I see this all the time. I see it way too much. Please don't tell me I'm going to try. Can't remember who said it yesterday. I heard it. Trying includes the possibility of failure. Okay, I'm going to try to make it. I know you're not going to make it if you're going to try to make it. When I say I'm going to make it, I'm going to make it unless like an emergency happened. So many people have trying into the equation when it comes to their business. And that's not working because it includes failure. I'm not going to fail with this. Whether it takes me, if my goal is to make a million dollars per year with my online courses, I don't know when that's going to happen. It might not happen this year. It might happen this year. I'm open to the possibility of that. It might happen next year. It might happen in five years. Am I going to have challenges? I already do. Am I going to have obstacles? I already do. Okay, let's move on. It's probably the most important thing. Determination and resilience. The next one is initiative. You have to be self-led. Listen, I didn't know how to do a podcast. I hired a team. If you can't hire a team, you have to figure it out. You can do it yourself. I have a client, Jen, if you're listening, she was like, hmm, I set the date for my podcast, 10-10. That seemed like a great day. The day came and went. Why? Because she hadn't done the work. She didn't realize the 10, 15, 20 steps that it took to really build a podcast, to get it on Spotify, to get it on Apple, to do all the things. But when she realized that, she was like, okay, time to be the boss. Time to do the things that she did it on her own and she has a great podcast. I hear people say, you know, I'm just, it's so crowded out there, you know, on Instagram, on Facebook. I just don't know how to post and no one likes my content. Well, then you have to learn. You have to learn. You have to invest in yourself. I'm being tough, it seems today, but this is what it takes. This actually is the masculine energy that has to be brought back in. Initiative, self-led. I don't know how to build my Instagram. Let me learn. Let me sign up for a course. I can't afford to sign up for a course. Then there are millions of videos on YouTube. Start there. But to say I keep posting and nobody is responding to me, you know, or I just can't seem to get it, that's not a boss. That's not a business owner. And the thing is, I understand I understand because I could not get into 
flipping reels for the longest time. And I was like, okay, I'm seeing my friends prosper using reels. And I was stuck in the idea that I had to do it the way other people were doing it, which was like pointing at stupid things. I just couldn't do that. I'm not someone that dances on videos. Oh, there is a reel where I'm dancing. If you want to go check it out at barbie.collab. I had to get creative. I have something written on my fridge because I was stuck with something. I'm human, you guys. I am not the perfect business person. I'm not the perfect human. I was getting stuck on something in our lives. And I wrote down on the fridge something that I heard during a hypnosis. Problems and challenges are simply opportunities for you to use your creativity. And I was like, creativity, creativity is feminine. Creativity, we are creators. We are so capable of just, we're born creators. We are, we create life. And I don't even have a uterus. That is still who we are. So just got goosebumps. That's like the truth. That source telling me that's right. I may not have a uterus, but I'm still a creatress. So where do you need to be creative in your life and stop going around in loops saying, I don't know how to do this. I'm not going to do it. That's so disempowering. That is you in your disempowered feminine energy. I don't, or I don't even know, masculine, feminine energy. I don't know how to do this. Be the creatrix. Step into your power as a woman. Get that masculine energy that will figure out. Perseverance. When I started my PhD, I remember Dr. Campbell and I said, what's your one tip? And she's like, perseverance. It's not about smart. It's not about how smart you are. It's not about how amazing and intelligent and bright you are. It's the person that perseveres. Eight, nine years later, I learned that was true. The next thing is self-discipline. I can tell you this. No one wakes me up to tell me that I have to do things. Sometimes I might be late. By the way, this podcast was due two days ago. And I was struggling with my energy. I had not too many things on my plate. I delivered a class for my course Money Magnet on Monday that like just lit my soul on fire. And it was almost two hours long that I paid the price two days later, which is this is something that's pretty normal for me that I have to wait to recover. And so I literally could not record this episode because yesterday was my birthday, but I was out of ideas and I was out of energy. And I knew that I could have forced myself to get it done. But I contacted the team. I asked for grace. I said, listen, I need a little bit of time. I can't do this. I can't do this and do a good job. So here I am, self-discipline. They weren't knocking on my door to, to get the episode. No one is going to be knocking at your door if you want to be successful. And if you want to hire a coach or a trainer or someone to wake you up, because that's possible. I'm sure there are people out there. And then when it comes to physical fitness, yes, absolutely. When I have people in my body business who tell me I'm going to need handholding or I'm going to need you to send me a message in the morning to check in on me every day to see if I did this or even in my courses, I say, I'm sorry, I'm not able to do that. That's not the kind of mentor that I am. I only work with self-led and people who have self-discipline because I'm not up for that. If you want to build a business and you want to succeed at this said business, you have to have that self-discipline. Read books on it for all of this stuff. How do you get determination? How do you get resilience? How do you get 
Is it resilience or resiliency? I have to look it up. How do you get initiative? How do you get perseverance? How do you get all these things? If you don't know, well, hopefully this podcast will help you, but you can look it up. Amazon. Guys, I have so many books. My husband's like, you're always buying books. You don't even read them. I'm like, I do. I read them when I'm supposed to read them. I don't have to read them from, and he's very much not like a beginning to end kind of reader anyway. He scans things and absorbs all the information, which is a whole different topic. But I mean, he has a very different, he's, what is it called? Neurodivergent, brilliant mind. I think very differently. I am kind of like beginning to end, but with books, I love getting books and just reading them when I'm supposed to read and the parts that I'm supposed to. And the last thing is patience. It's patience when you're building a business and not expecting that the empire is going to be built just in six months or a year just because you see so-and-so that was able to make a million dollars, five million dollars, whatever your number is. You know, she did it in two years, which means what? It means you can do it in one year, but it also means you could do it in five years or 10 years. Are you passionate enough? Do you love what you do enough? Are you committed enough to see it through till the end? That is the question. So I am stepping off my soapbox for you. This is a fiery message from the heart because I want to see you succeed. We need masculine and feminine energy. Sometimes the boss just needs to show up. You got to do the things. I did get here by a lot of quote unquote hard work. I'm in a new era. I know you know this. I'm in a new era where I'm building my body business, where I'm building my course offering business. By the way, I'm going to be announcing a mastermind for entrepreneurs who are also on a personal growth journey. If that interests you, send me a message. It's going to be by application only. It's going to be freaking amazing for entrepreneurs all around. But I learned. I got burnt. I got burnt out. I struggled for years trying to see how I was going to do things differently. I'm doing it differently. Masculine, feminine energy combined. Being true to myself, being true to my soul. And this is my desire for you. But determination, resilience, resiliency. We're going to look it up. Initiative, perseverance, self-discipline, patience. That does involve hard work. Not grueling, but it involves hard work. I hope that you have enjoyed this episode. As always, please join me in the Magnetic Portal over on Facebook. It's a beautiful community. I love you all, truly. And if you love my podcast, I would so love your review. I will see you next time. If you loved this episode and if you're loving my podcast, I would love for you to leave a review. They really do make a difference in spreading the word and having more people be impacted. Also, I'd love for you to join me in my Facebook community called The Magnetic Portal. You can find the link in the show notes. I'll see you next time.